Wonder Thrones is here. A six-part Wonder Soul miniseries dedicated to discussing the final season of Game of Thrones. Bearded Buddha is joined by friend of Wonder Soul, Shane. Together they will share their thoughts on each episode of the series finale. Stay tuned at the end of the show for ways to connect and to support Wonder Soul. We hope you enjoy. When I was a child, my brother would tell me a bedtime story about the man who murdered our father. About all the things we would do to that man. He never should have trusted Cersei. He never should have either. Death. You've got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. How long do we have? Before the sun comes up tomorrow. We were thinking about two different hey, parts works, of the song. It works. It, it's perfect. It, it's it's it, it sounds good, man. Yeah, well, we're welcome, back. Welcome back, Shane, to yeah, uh, another episode of Wonder Thrones. Uh, episode two. Two, part two, the sequel of a six-part miniseries by Wonder Soul. Uh, if you guys haven't watched or listened to the last episode, we covered... Basically, what we have thought of the show overall uh, yeah, since kinda, season one. Yeah, we recapped some of like mm-hmm. favorite characters, favorite moments, talked a little theories, talked little about the theories. first episode. Yeah, and you got a theory that we're going to try to remember yeah, yeah, yeah. We're to talk, talk about. about yeah, All right, so y'all stay man. tuned, man, because this is, uh, you know, is going to be a, it's a crazy one. Gonna be crazy. We'll, we'll leave it up to the viewers what they think about it. Exactly. I haven't really told you yet, so you exactly. That's why I'm excited. So yeah. I'm gonna remind you. You gotta remember. Um, but we're gonna basically just go over episode two of season eight, the final season of Game of Thrones. Uh, this episode was titled "A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms," which uh, you know kind of refers to Brienne of yeah. Tarth getting knighted by Sir Jamie. Yeah, which is a pretty cool moment in this yeah, episode. I thought it was like one of the, I thought it was probably the best moment of the, of the episode. For sure, dude. That it whole, was most uplifting. Yeah, that whole scene, plus just that whole, with all those people together in that room drinking and singing songs and her getting knighted and mm-hmm. telling oh, jokes. Well, hey, just before we go any further, yeah. remember, if you haven't watched the episode... Spoilers ahead. We can. We're just this. This, yeah, this whole episode. Yeah, the rest of the way is pretty much going to yeah. be spoilers. So we'll just be wanna, talking about what happened in the episodes. So in if you haven't in watched details, the episode, so right? Pretty good details. If you so. want to be surprised, watch the episode and come back. Yeah, and come know? back and check us out. Yeah. So uh, all right. Just want you know, could people? Good, yeah, good. People get people upset. Like, Wait, hold up! What are you talking yeah. about? I would get upset too. So, well, let's go ahead and just jump into. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What you think of the second episode, man? I thought the second episode was much better than the first episode. Really? I liked, yeah, I liked the the. I actually kind of don't know if I agree with that. That's fine. It's good to have different opinions. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, I, uh, go ahead, sir. I thought the writing was better in this episode. Much better. Like I thought that. The, this was the best because this is not the first time we've had a pre-battle scene like before a like a build-up right like, a build-up scene yeah. like a, the night before a, a fight like a because you had before the Battle of the Bastards you had the episode prior to that where they're all walking around like Sir Davos can't sleep it's like one of the first battles he's ever been a part of that's where he finds the little figure of Shireen okay when that's where he first figures out that she was basically burned alive so you had that episode. You had an episode um, uh, before Stannis died in his battle, um, where he fought Ramsay. They did a pre, like a night before the battle in that one. That's where he, you know, he burns his child at the stake. Um, oh. And in some of the first seasons, like the the, the first and second season, when there, mainly the second season, but when, there really when hasn't Rob, been a moment like this in right, quite some time. Right, the, it's there. There hasn't been like a. Um, 
the Battle of the Bastards episode would be the last one that they did, probably like which we were just watching clips of before we. It's one of my favorite episodes, man. It probably is my favorite episode. That's so epic, man. I I haven't watched that since I the cinematography in it is the way they shot it. It's in a lot of movies and TV shows, there's a problem with like sometimes it's hard to see what's going on in the fight. Yeah, scenes. with action, like yeah, with it, so much at when yeah. it's a chaotic fight like that, like there's so much going on, it's hard to see basically. Yeah, the know, camera's just, moving all right. around. You're kind of like whoa. You almost whoa. get like a Blair Witch Project kind of yeah. vibe. Some, but this one was just shot so smooth and it's very chaotic. But you can tell. Like you can still in see detail, what's going on. What's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you kind of feel what's going on for John in that episode. So. Everything, everything really yeah. feels like you're there. Exactly. Like you're in the middle of the chaos, yeah. but you're able to actually be aware of what's going on around you, even though you know that like John Snow is in there. Like, dude, what the fuck is going right. on? Right. Exactly. That was just, I it was so crazy, man. Um, and we haven't had a moment like that in season eight yet, but no, it's all been built up. It's. Like you're saying, like this. The only thing that gripe I would have, I don't really have a gripe about this episode. Like I said, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the better episodes, um, like pre battle episodes, like the night before the big war. I couldn't see Um, what you're saying. um, Because you get you get really cool scenes. You get the the scene with uh, Bran and um, Tyrion, where Tyrion's like he goes, uh, I, I would love to hear your story. And um, uh, Brand's like, Brand's like, you know, it's gonna take too long, right? It's a really long, really long story. And Tyrion's like, well, it's a shame that we're locked in a castle Mm -hmm. in the middle of winter with nothing to do. He's so clever with his right, and it's also if uh, it's probably a lot of hardcore fans would know this. Maybe not a lot of. This is a pretty small fight. I saw this on Reddit, but uh, from episode or season one, there's a scene where. Tyrion tells Jamie that uh, when Bran was still in a coma for being pushed out the window, mm-hmm. he tells Jamie that he would hopes that the boy wakes up because he would love to hear his story. And this is the first time you know he's seen Bran since that happened. Oh, and so he gets you know he pulls up he finally gets it's the end of the show and he finally gets to hear Bran's whole story. We don't see Tyrion with Jamie anymore after that, do we? The we see him interact at the beginning of the episode, yeah. But after he finds out that Jamie pushed him out the window, um, or did he not tell him? Because Bran does tell Jamie like, yeah. "Hey, man, I wouldn't tell nobody." Yeah. And he's like, "What about after?" And he's like, "How do you know there is going to be?" Yeah, an he probably left that part out. Yeah, probably. You would have he, to. Yeah. But um, he told him, you know, probably everything else. Up, everything useful, raven, bro. Because yeah. it looks like Tyrion is going to be, like, very strategic oh, yeah, with the he's, information he's mm-hmm. been provided. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, there was cool scenes like that one. Mm-hmm. And then you had um, um, some you had some funny scenes in there. Like, the, there was some scenes with uh, the Hound and... Um, Oh, uh, old girl. Yeah, assassin Arya. Girl. Yeah, Arya, yeah. the assassin girl, and the uh, guy that's been brought back, Sir uh, Barrick. With the name. flame sword yeah. and the eye patch. Yeah, the one that had the, so you're the gonna Lord do the of Light guy. I'm going to break yeah, it down. I can't, he's one of the characters, and I can't remember his name. I always have a yeah. hard time. I think it's Sir Barrick. But I can't remember but his last name. I think name, people but, know, like... Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, they had kind of a funny scene where the Hound tells him, you know, if he's going to preach some gospel to him... He's like, you don't have your priest here anymore. I'd hate to for your final death to be me throwing you off this uh, castle wall. He's like, basically, just let me drink in peace. I don't want to hear one of your, your Lord sermons. of Light stories. Yeah, yeah, your sermons. I think yeah, that's exactly yeah, yeah. how he words like, it. I don't I don't want, want, I'm not here for your sermons. That's the last thing I need right, right now. I'm so like, he shuts up. I thought that was a pretty funny scene. And then Arya dips out on him. She's like, I'm not spending my last night with you on Earth with you shits. two shits, basically. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah. good for her, man. I would, yeah. That was a pretty depressing vibe. Like he is so taken back by like how much she's like improved and, and oh, yeah. e- evolved mm-hmm. from when he was interacting with her and just how they left off yeah. and how she kind of is walking around Winterfell with like a lot of swagger and confidence. Like, oh, oh I'm yeah. so different than when I was here back when I was younger, yeah. and it's like that's really what this like beginning of the season feels like is this like recap of like remember where these characters were you know where they came from and what they've gone through and remember that these characters know each other for the most part but it's been so long 
we're gonna make you remember where they left off exactly and and, and, and you're gonna see them reflect and a lot of these uh you know scenes that we're watching even though it's information that we've already known these even though we've known it as the audience the characters don't know it yeah like very they're good having, point. they're good having point. to explain it you know a lot of the it's the first time they're finding out the information like yeah. how john's basically been blown away that he's a targaryen like he wouldn't even talk to danny this entire episode they had a very awkward they, vibe. right they was like he found out he was targaryen and he was just like it just like rocked his world. He was very awkward with everybody though, yeah. except for the. Uh, he was very short, very short. Like yeah. the the opening scene, you know, with Jamie when they're questioning Jamie. Um, He's just like because he shows up without the army. Need more and, men, right? Right, and uh, Danny basically wants to kill him. And uh, how'd you feel about that scene overall? I liked it because I felt where she was coming from because all she's been told her entire life, you know, about the Kingslayer, the guy that stabbed her father in the back mm-hmm. or slit his throat, you know, stabbed him in the back basically. The Mad King, right? The Mad King, yeah, that was her father. And so, you know, all she's been raised on is, you know, if I'm sure they've just dreamed about what they're going to yeah, do to that anybody guy. Would. Anybody most, would. Most exactly. people would. And here this guy is standing, you know, at her, at her foot basically and like she can do whatever she wants with him. Yeah. And, um, but luckily, Lady Brienne of Tarth stands up and talks about how honorable, you know, that he was is. cool, man. That was, yeah. Their was, interactions, that whole episode is probably one of my, like, favorite highlights. Oh, yeah. Cause they have the whole, you know, she stands up for him there and basically, you know, keeps him alive because Danny wanted to kill him. Uh, Brienne of Tarth stands up and basically, you know, speaks for him, says he's an honorable man. Uh, talks about how when he saved her, that's how he lost his hand, mm. and um, and so Sansa, you know, says, "Well, if Brienne of Tarth vouches for him, then I vouch for him. Like if I trust her with my life, so if she trusts him, you know, I trust him." And John basically says, "You know, we need every man we can get," which is what I figured John would say about anybody. There's a very knows, neutral answer. Yeah, Just at like, this point, he knows like you can't. Argue he's that. fought the Night King more than anybody. He's fought him twice, basically. Once at Hard Home, once this last season above the wall. <laughs> They'll take a one-armed man. He'll take point. anybody at this point. That's what they need. <laughs> they just need anybody that can and, hold and a sword. I'll tell you what, man. Jamie like stands his ground, man. Like oh, yeah. he's very. He's he, not cocky, but he's confident that, like, hey, man, I understand why you feel that way. Yeah. I've heard it this whole – the whole show, you, all you hear is, like, Jamie getting trashed. Oh, yeah. His King ego Slayer, is King broken down. Oh, yeah. Ever since he loses his hand, like, it's it, like losing ooh. a part of him, basically. Yeah, that's lost, what made him yeah, yeah. was being, like, this uh, great swordsman. Oh, yeah, and it was his right hand. It was his sword hand. It was his dominant and, hand. And so when we see him walk up to uh, old girl and say, you know, hey, I want to be under your command in this battle. Like, I heard yeah, you're doing the, the left flank or the, something. The, the east flank or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And and she's like, why are you talking to me, like, this long without insulting me? You've always <laughs> insulted me when we talk this long. And it then, makes me want to go back and watch some of their scenes together. And, oh, yeah, they had uh, some of their scenes in, I think it was, like, season two, three, roughly. I'd have to go back and see. But I think it's around season two, season three-ish, when uh, they're traveling together. I think okay. it's season two. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and check some of that out then. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah. So that yeah, definitely a good highlight was just them talking and when he uh, knights her when, he knights when they're her. all in that that whole. What you think about the scene where they're all in there drinking? That's probably like one of the best scenes I think. Um, best scenes that they've shot in a while. Like as far as like just a straight. Dialogue slash yeah. like uh, no action. Right. It was like you know they all, all know they're they all the know room. they're about to go fight in the greatest war of their life. Like right. they know that there's probably a very it's a slim chance that they survive. Probably slimmer than any chance they've had in any war. And uh, so you know they're all kind of reminiscing. You know talking about how. The Lannisters are talking about how it's, you know, funny and odd that they're defending Winterfell. Winterfell and they might die in Winterfell. <laughs> and you got uh, Lady Brienne, she's talking about uh, how it's the rules basically of the seven kingdoms that ladies can't be knights. And the wildling guy, um, the big bearded dude, he's know, like, gr- uh, what? That's Greybeard or, or, oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, 
I forgot his name. Greybane or Heartsbane? No, Heartsbane is the name of the sword. Oh, fuck. I'm I'm blanking right it's now. It's all good, bro. Yeah, the big ass orange haired wildling guy. Yeah. Um, who has a major crush on her. By yeah, the way. major crush and on he, her. He is shooting his shot, man, for all it's worth, man. He shot he shoots so many shots and she <laughs> and just is like rejected, rejected, she's like, rejected. Dude, I'm not I'm not I'm not about that, that life. Bro. Sometimes she does come. She wants to be about that nightlife. She's not like that sex life. I know, all but about she she does have these feelings for Jamie, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you can always see that. Yeah, I think Jamie even might a little bit for her. I think so. There's a respect there, yeah. man. I think like if any chick outside of his sister, which is weird to say that, but yeah. like it would be her. It would be her, man. Yeah. Just because of like the they're what they've her, gone right. through. Yeah, 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 what they've gone through and how well of a fighter she is. But mm-hmm. but yeah, that scene where she gets knighted. Is like very uplifting. It's very uplifting. It's it's very epic. Like, yeah, and it's so funny when old boy stands up at the end and starts giving a standing ovation. Oh, oh yeah, well not Tyrion. It was oh. the the wildling guy. Yeah. He just stands up and starts <laughs> clapping like crazy. Yeah, but uh, and then Tyrion is like you know does a toast. Right. And the, you know it was really really good. Good then, spirits. It was very you know, good. And a very light like you said the calm before the storm. And then, then right at the end of that's when the. Well, the horn doesn't quite blow yet, because then you get the scene with, uh, hmm, uh, I think there's still, you had the sex scene with Gendry oh, yeah. and I was gonna, I was gonna say, man, like, what do you think of that, like? I knew it was gonna happen. Did it feel forced? It felt uh, a little forced to me. Like the moment she sees him, maybe she's thinking so far ahead that she's just like, yeah, shit's about to go down here. So like the whole time she's walking around Winterfell, there's just like this. I don't know, man. I just felt like maybe she's always been attracted to him. Yeah, she's been attracted to him since like day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You could see there. Uh, maybe I'm forgetting. Yeah, you're yeah, probably forgetting, forgetting. But you can, if you go back and rewatch it, especially how you see their that they end up, you know, sleeping together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, <clears throat> you can see if, when you go back and rewatch it that they have a lot of flirtyish, or she's kind of you know flirting at a young age, and yeah, they're both very young. You're right. And, yeah, you, you can see it's like that. High schoolish, like boy girl, and like where they're picking at each other, but yeah. it's in that, that like I like you way, but I'm gonna make fun of you. And he just like when he uh sees her, yeah. and he's making them weapons and everything, uh, made out of what dragon, dragon glass, dragon glass, yeah. uh, which is I believe it's uh, I, I used to remember it's something made with dragon fire, okay. I don't know if it was like. It's something in dragon fire. I'm not sure if it was a type of. Weapon. Well, the weapons look strong as fuck. Yeah. Like they look kind of cool too. I like that dark black jagged. Yeah, it's like blackish, crystal, deep purplish, bluish. Yeah. yeah, and it's like very like jaggedy and sharp. Really cool. Um, yeah, they had two cool scenes. The the scene before, you know, they had their sex scene. Um, yeah. That's where she goes down there and asks him if he's uh, how many girls he uh, he's been with. Well, before that, oh. he uh, she Arya asks Gendry if he's made her weapon yet, mm. and he's like, "Oh, I still got a thousand of these battle axes to make. Like, I'm gonna do that beforehand." And he doesn't really know how like badass she is with like, yeah that kind of with her weapons. It's like everything. that that Bowie staff kind of but with dragon glass on the yeah, end which is what cool. she trained with so much in Bravos with the faceless that's the faceless a good point man. Man. That's, that's, that, right. that's what she trained so much but that's like okay. what she's most familiar with now there you go Shane yeah so um refreshing yeah. my memory man. that's right Thank sir um, that's what I'm here for that's what, that's what I'm here, here for, for. but uh yeah so he asked her or she asked him mm-hmm. if she's made he's made the weapon yet He's like, no, I got all these fucking axes to make, lady. Yeah, like, and, get out of my uh, face. Yeah, like, I got face. other shit to worry about. And so then she starts asking him questions like, well, what's it like fighting the White Walkers? And what's it, you know, what, 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 how do they move? What do they smell yeah, like? Yeah, she's already scheming. She's right, like, she, she, wants to, she wants to know, you know, try to be most, as familiar as she can with the enemy. Before she has to right, fight Right, before them. she's got to fight him, which I can't blame her. I would want to be True. too, I'm sure. Very smart. Very smart of her. And basically, when he gets down to the end of describing it, he's like talking about how um, they're like death, basically. And she kind of grins and picks up these pieces of dragon glass, and she's like, "Oh, I know death," and just chunks one across the room, dink right into the wall. 
She's like, death has many faces. Throws another one in the Beep. same spot and uh, picks up a third one and uh, throws it in there. Ding. And then he's like, okay. Kind of mm. looks at her crazy. Like, okay. She's, like, she's, wow, she's, she's a little bit more serious shit. than I think. There's a dude standing by that pillar and he's right? like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> he's trying to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, damn, who's what I do to piss Woo! you off? That could have been fucked yeah. up. And he probably thinks that too. He's watching her throw that. Right. And he's like, you could hit that dude. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's funny. Yeah, man. But yeah, so then he makes the weapon after that. <laughs> Yeah, he does, like, pronto. ASAP. Pretty quick, because that's when she goes back later, and he has the weapon for her, and she's spinning it around, and like, so oh, yeah, that's good. nice. And then that's when he, she starts asking Gendry about, hey, so how many, how many chicks you've been, you been with? When was your first time? He's all like, what? what yeah, what's going on? You're lying. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. And then it just is like you were talking about this before we recorded though like how that scene amongst all these other ones is just showing everyone what most people would probably do if like shit was about to go down right like everybody has their way of celebrating or spending their 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 possible last night uh you know alive and with like these other people like she's just shooting her shot you know yeah, I saw where some people complained about it because they were talking about, you know, Arya doesn't really show much affection anymore ever since she became, like, part of the Faceless But so does group. Bran. Yeah, Bran shows less emotion than anybody. Like, he shows, I mean, he even talks about it. He's like, I don't have time for emotion. I wonder if that's an I easy, have to learn. isn't it an easy acting job to do no emotion? To be I mean, as be bland as possible? I mean, that'd be pretty tough. You think it would be that possible? <laughs> At times, I think so many times we just like giggle or somebody says something. I mean, and you just, yeah, like, break, but other break. than that, dude, I mean, you ain't trying Facebook. to do other emotions. Yeah, <laughs> You're could just be right. sitting it in could a chair easy. looking at people reading script. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? The easiest thing you'd have to do <laughs> of of all. I want to, yeah, I want to see what all these Game of Thrones actors yeah. do after Game of Thrones. That's just a little side little. No, kind of like how the, I'm really the Harry Potter actors, how they. Yeah, learn. I want to see how they go. How past some of the Marvel actors, what they're gonna do. After yeah, the Marvel exactly. Series. Like, yeah, do they peak here, or yeah. is there like more like outside of this fantasy yeah. dragons and? I'm sure, there's gonna be. I'm sure some of them will start for sure. Great careers for sure. Some of them already have in some ways. You yeah. Know? Uh, but my bad, a little off tangent. Um, yeah. anyways, picking up to where we left off, man. Uh, but yeah, so that you, scene was a little. Like I said, it. I didn't have a problem with it. I, you know, they've had that connection between them the entire show, and if they wanted to, like, somehow do like a Baratheon mm. start kind of thing, they that could, ever was like, right. Like yeah. when the show ends, now you have Arya and. You think Gendry we're gonna together. get like an epilogue? Like a target skip. Say. Like here, here's what happened. Like the last episode, or like yeah. maybe halfway through the last episode, they mm-hmm. skip like years fifty then. years down the line. See how, like, yeah, maybe. I kind of hope they don't, but yeah, I, I, don't. I, I, I want to know what happens after. But, um, well, you know, there's some people that think that the theory is kind of like the Lord of the Rings one, like you know, where it's it's Bilbo Baggins telling the story and he um, closes the book at the end. Some yeah. people think it might be Samwell telling. The story documenting it's it's after yeah he he's, wrote, he's wrote it all down and at the end he's finishing and closing the book I wouldn't really like that I wouldn't have a problem with it but it would not be one of my favorite endings no it wouldn't no I mean I can see it being done yeah. but I don't think like I don't know that's where I'm still not after this second episode not knowing really where we're gonna go from here right but next week we are gonna know for sure kind of where the show's taking yeah people are probably gonna get offed here in the next episode I, I'm one of the people that thinks a lot are gonna die I think like half the cast is gonna die and in I, the next episode, I think that's next why, two. I think that's why it was really because cool. this one could bleed over. Some of this episode yeah. could bleed over in the next episode. Well, yeah, because it's like the buildup. What I mean, if it's like gonna, a it's two fight? Up. What if it's a two episodes it's of fighting? Gonna, it probably will be. It was. It will definitely end on a cliffhanger, dude. Oh, yeah. The next episode will definitely hang. It, you know, it will be like not even halfway mm-hmm. through the the battle. I think the only thing that would ruin next episode for me is if they killed the Night King in one episode. Well, yeah, because that's a lot. But then what if it's... See, bro. 
It would be a letdown for it, me. But then we have Cersei. Think how much they've built. But they've think of how much know, they've they built have. of the Night King. Like he's like the main. That's probably kind of like why Avengers. Not to go on to yeah. anything other than Game of Thrones, but you know Thanos is a villain, like mm-hmm. the Night King. That that would be cool if it really showed like they're gonna lose here at Winterfell, like yeah. kind of like Infinity War, and then they're gonna come back and beat them. Yeah, I think that's what's the most likely thing is that mm-hmm. they lose the battle at Winterfell. And they kind of hinted at it in the first episode, and again in this episode, where they talk about how um, Theon's sister, Yara, yeah, she took three ships and sailed back to the Iron Islands. They mentioned that in this episode, They too. mentioned it in this when, one and the first one. When yeah. he sees... Uh, when he sees Sansa and You Daenerys. said you liked that part, too. Yeah, I really liked that scene. That was a cool, cool scene. Cool, cool scene. Because it's the first time Sansa gets to see Theon. After a while. Right. But yeah, I think uh, they're kind of hinting at the fact that she was like, uh, she's going to need uh, somewhere to retreat to if y'all lose Winterfell. Because it's, it's... It's mainly on the water, too, so the White Walkers and stuff don't like... And they you're can't in Winterfell. Yeah. You are in a place you're where it's a place cold. It's called winter. I would want to fight the Night King, like, yeah. somewhere south or where it's warmer. Like, by the... I, I bet you somehow they defend the throne, like, the literal throne. Yeah, well, you know, there's been some seasons where they've had, like, Danny had flashbacks of when she was walking into the throne room and mm-hmm. it was like completely torched and there was like snow falling. Oh, that's right. Dude. It was in I want to say it was in the first or second season. Bro, she maybe had a flash that's a good point that, to bring up, man. We need yeah. to keep that in mind as the season yeah. continues. But that right? also could have been, you know, something just trying to throw us off. I mean, but, true, but I can see but it's it. getting down here to the nitty gritty. It's getting to the end. Could be symbolic of being in Winterfell, being yeah. Not, yeah, they could do that. But I think it would be a really cool uh, image, though. I think if yeah. it falls back there, it, it it already feels like with the pacing, mm-hmm. like because we get this really cool moment that I I think you would agree is like when that dude starts singing when they're all drinking and, oh, and yeah, Tyrion's sir, like, anybody sir, got a song? Podrick. Yeah, that dude, I Project. forgot all about that guy until yeah. like, this episode. And see, that's the first time him and Tyrion have hung out with each other. Because, you know, he used to be Tyrion's, uh, what do they call him? Uh, oh, shit. Squire or whatever the oh, fuck okay. they call okay. it. Yeah. And he passed Podrick on to Brienne of Tarth. Oh. That's why, because he wanted to learn how to fight, and she, you know, is a good fighter. I gotta rewatch some of these. Yeah. Oh. That happened in like season she because they've been traveling. Brienne of Tarth and Podrick have been traveling together since like season three for a while. Yeah, about season three. Yeah, so when when he started busting out, man, and then they started going to every character and kind of just showing them what they were doing with that yeah. music, I was like, damn, this is. I feel this like, yeah. you see Sansa's with uh that dude. They're eat. They're just eating. Yeah, but it's like, hey, let's just have a meal. Let's just have a meal. You have. Uh, old girls in bed with, uh, <laughs> with Gendry. Yeah, Arya's in bed she, with Gendry. She kind of yeah. just is like, I don't know. Somebody said that she looked disappointed. Like I was like, I don't <laughs> yeah. Know she it, was like, I guess it wasn't very good. It was either Where, that or she was just like, okay, fun's over. Like now it's yeah, like now it's time to get ready for. Her. Um, and John is down in the crypt, right? With well, uh, the episode ends with them leaving the crypt, but he was right. down there and he was. Uh, Looking at the statue of Lyanna Stark, who turns out to be his mother, mm. which you know he found out the episode in episode one, and uh, Danny asks him who who's whose statue is that, and then he tells her that it's Lyanna Stark, and then that's when he drops the knowledge bomb on her <laughs> of hey, I'm actually your nephew. Um, Good move. I was surprised that he told her. I thought he was going to wait. Um, just the way they build him up is like... But I guess the way he's he's so honorable and he's all about the truth that he, so couldn't, he couldn't keep it from her. Especially someone he loves. Right. Yeah. But, he, but she kind of took it, or at least the reaction you get is that uh, she took it as almost like he was trying to take her claim to the throne because you know now that makes him he's the number one he's got the best claim to the throne mm-hmm. because and, he's a male heir and think about what she went through that you know that episode she's starting to kind of feel doubt you know yeah like maybe people are going to pounce on this moment and, and 
mm -hmm. try to take what she thought up until I don't know. Do you think she believes John? Do you think she believes that you know? Because she's like, oh, your best friend and your it was your right. It was hard to tell because she took it as yeah, like your best friend and your brother telling you this is like mm -hmm. this seems like you're trying to get over on me. And then Tyrion fucked. She was like, yo, you made a mistake, right? And so it's and right when they're about to discuss it, that's when the horn blows. Like somebody mm -hmm. sounds the alarm. And they go outside, and that's when you see the shot of, on the horizon, there's the Night King's army. You see, um, you don't, you don't see the Night King, but you see the, his White Walkers on horses. Because mm -hmm. the White Walkers are the only ones that ride horses. The Whites are the ones that are like zombies. They, okay. call the, they just call know. those Whites. Okay. Cool. And then White Walkers are the ones that kind of look like the Night King. They have the longer white hair with the armor, and they ride horses. Yeah. They're the and more powerful ones, the if you If you look at that scene, I have to rewatch it. I've only seen it once. But I think as far as you can see, it looks like they're on horses. So it's like as far as you can see. And if it's – if it all we've ever seen, the most White Walkers we've ever seen in one scene I think is like 13. There's a scene in season three roughly I think. Where the Night King takes one of Craster's sons, and he's the was like the wildling guy up north of the wall. That would, anytime he would have a baby with all the wildling chicks, if it was oh, a yeah. male, they gave it to the White Walkers. If it was a female, they kept it. Mm -hmm. And if it was a male, you see one episode where the Night King touches one of the babies on the forehead and, and turns it, it turns it blue eyes, mm -hmm. and. Um, um, so it's that easy for him to turn people into. Oh yeah, we'll see. the The dragon is not a white. The dragon is actually a white walker. Whenever he puts his hand on something and, and turns it, that's when it turns into a white walker. So why didn't Bran turn? He has a, a handprint. He touched him in the. Well, I guess probably because you had he wasn't dead yet, mm. and also he touched him in like the. I forget what they call it, but when he's like warging into oh, like animals. In the, like in the other world. Right. Reality. When yeah. he's like, because it was in a vision that he was, or it was in a, a, pa a, a, like a past that he was looking at something and the Night King touched him and he still got the burn on his arm. But, uh. Okay. Well, I didn't know the. But yeah, supposedly, you know, it, they talk about in the book that Craster, they might have mentioned it in the show too, I'm not sure, but they talk about Craster um, had given 99 sons to the Night King. Over the years, or the White Walkers, over the over that's the years, a lot. Yes, yeah, so that means he's got. <laughs> it, it's, if About that's 100? true, that means it, you get okay. Rounded up to a hundred, mm -hmm. and then in the in the show, we've seen him kill four, I believe. So like almost a hand. Sam's killed one. Uh, Mirren Reed killed one, protecting Bran mm -hmm. um, north of the wall, and John's killed two. John's killed two. Yeah, he killed one at Hardhome. Um, it's the first time we've learned that Valyrian steel could kill one. Oh, that's right. That's the scene where he, um, they like ambush him when they're mm -hmm. north of the wall. He's trying to get all the wildlings to come back um, south of the wall with him. Mm-hmm. That was a cool moment. Yeah, that was a that was a really cool. That episode was really cool. That's that first episode you see where, um, like you say, he kills the first time he kills a White Walker with the Valyrian steel sword, and um, when they're sailing away. That's when the Night King's standing at the edge of the uh, the water, basically, and he just like raises his hands, and that's oh, when that's... everybody that was dead in there raises up and becomes like one of his oh, whites. Yes, the zombie. That's the first time John Snow realizes that he can raise the dead like that. Dude, it's so crazy how powerful right? that dude is. Right. I mean, I think like what you were saying earlier about like they better live up to the expectations. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna be much, really, really yeah. disappointed if they kill him in one episode. If he's really not that hard, or right. they already figured out. That's why I'm like they're doing everything they can to prepare. Yeah. And we see a lot of that. Like they sprinkle all these cool interactions yeah. in in the background, and even like what the characters are doing is preparing. Everybody's yeah. preparing. They're setting up, you know, like spiked. Uh, uh, barricades and right, stuff and like got, that, and they're putting like the tips of them, filling them Catapults, with dragon glass. And everybody's and, yeah. starting to make weapons and yeah. hand out stuff. So you see like a lot of this stuff, which is cool. So you're kind of getting two birds, one stone. Yeah, you're seeing all these characters walk around Winterfell, but you're seeing how they're like, "Yo, mm -hmm. we, this is the last stand. Like, we gotta like hold them here." Yeah, and see, that's why I think it's gonna be really hard for them to kill 
the Night King's dragon, Viserion, because if he raised it as a White Walker, um, you know, White Walkers aren't really affected by fire. We saw him in the episode where the Night King mm, and the White right. Walkers, where they first kill the dragon, they walk through the fire. They it's actually like put the fire out and walk through it, and then they're so cold, right? And so. <laughs> The dragon now is like so. I don't know if dragon fire is going to be able to kill that dragon. The only thing that we've seen that have killed, been able to kill White Walkers, is dragon glass and Valyrian steel. So, with that being said, that probably means if you were like the strategist in this battle plan for this war that's about mm-hmm. to happen, you would use the dragon to take out like the all the other lower whites. Yeah, you would use it kind of like. And that's uh, like a bombing run, like yeah, in a modern military thing, exactly where it it swoops down and blow. But you got to be careful because you can't. If you just hit the front line, you're gonna be blow, burning a you lot of your people. Yeah, and you gotta have people that are defending. Making well, sure and plus, see, I think they said in the episode when they were talking about their strategy a little bit, they're gonna keep the dragons around Bran. Oh, really? Bran, because yeah, I see, got, I forgot all about yeah, that. In that scene, they're taught they're asking like how to how can they lure the night king out because there's they know that they figured out you know if you kill a white walker when you kill a white walker it kills any of the whites the little zombie like creatures it, that, that it, it raised, possessed right raised? that it possessed okay. okay so they're figuring you know maybe if we kill the night king then that kills everybody so their strategy right now is to you know get somehow somehow lure him out and they were like well how can we do that and that's when Bran's like well he wants to kill me that's what he's coming here for is to kill me so he was like basically use me as bait and that's when John's like no we're not going to use you as bait and that's when Theon's like well we'll protect you we'll leave you in the courtyard we'll protect you I thought that was cool of him yeah Theon was like since I since I uh you know, took this castle from you. Let me help defend it for you now. Yeah, he really yeah. wants to redeem himself. Man. Yeah, and I think it would be really cool to see Theon slap down the dragon. Nah, yeah, because Theon, Theon in the book is known. His best weapon is the bow and arrow. So I think it would kind of be like a redeeming act in a lot of the the eyes of the characters yeah, for he Theon. Made such a major move. right? Because he's already been he's already been reenacted in the eyes of Sansa, like. He helped Sansa escape from her, you know, when she was with Ramsay Bolton. That's why they had such the loving scene that they had. Yeah, and I uh, forgot a little bit about uh, that. Uh, so now uh, that adds a lot more mm-hmm. value. Yeah. And so if he, I think it'd be cool to see Theon kill the Night King's dragon, maybe like a a dragon glass bow and mm. arrow or something, shooting a dragon. They glass must have arrow. made some like arrow tips with dragon. Yeah, I'm glass. sure they got quite a few of them. I would hope so. But yeah, that would be kind of cool, I would think. It would, you know. It would bring this whole character arc. I think that's what I'm going to be looking for, bro. It's like, does the character arc satisfy where they've been Mm -hmm. and where they've been going and where they're supposed to go? Like, who do I want to see on the throne? It doesn't matter, but I do have my favorites out there. So, like, if they don't get it, it better be fucking... Mm -hmm. A good reason right. it better be cool as hell these characters we just spent two episodes after you know taking a break mm-hmm. you know revisiting where these characters have been why we like them why we don't like them mm-hmm. all this stuff and just remembering what they meant to each other uh you know and what they've been through with each other like jamie and uh, uh, the Knight of the Seven Kingdoms girl. Yeah. You know, she uh, they, they went through some stuff. Everybody's yeah. interacted in some way, for, for the most part. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I want to see that come to a conclusion the best way possible. So, that's really what I'm looking for. So, now we've gotten the setup. We've had, like, this, like, alright, we're back. Now, it's, like, balls to the walls. You know, pedal to the metal. Like, I think, at, starting next episode next episode is going to be insane I and think. it's going to be longer it's like 88 90 minutes so basically an hour and a half it's gonna be freaking crazy and it's i'm not ready bananas. i thought during this episode i said i'm not ready for these characters to die i'm liking these characters again and i'm like i you know i really get attached especially once you remember like oh yeah you did go through that dude ah yeah. oh, man i hope you like pull out but then you just know this is game of thrones dude Ain't nobody safe. Yeah, nobody's safe. And now, I mean, we got four episodes left, so 
it's, it's it's coming out of the nitty gritty. This is about to be the great war that they've talked about: the living versus the dead, fire versus ice. It's gonna it's 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 got a lot to live up to, but I am enjoying the pacing. Unfortunately, I thought the first episode was better for some reason. You liked the first one better? Yeah, I thought this one was just like you know a little bit more of what we got. Yeah, there was a lot more depth, but yeah, I think it was just cool to see all these characters meet yeah. for the first time. Yeah. I, I wish they would have combined the two, but yeah. I think if they would have combined the two, we probably would have missed out on some of the dialogue. Like they would have, they would have mm-hmm. cut some of the scenes with some of the characters out. So it might have been a good thing that they split. I liked into. all the scenes too. Yeah. All the moments were really cool. Yeah, I think the reason they split it into two, like I said, is because they're gonna they're giving you as much like feel good, last feel good with some of these characters, mm-hmm. reliving some of their glory days. Any foreshadowing yeah. you see in? I mean, there's been a little bit. We've hinted, like I said, about I think they're going to lose the battle at Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, who, who dies in Winterfell right now? Who, who dies? Think? Okay, I think, I think Jamie, Jamie dies. Mm. But Tyrion um, survives. I think. I think Tyrion survives. Jamie dies. I think Arya probably dies. I can see that. I hope not. She's not my favorite character. Right. I hope she doesn't. But I mean, the way she's with death, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she can like look like she dies, yeah. but then come back later. There's gonna one of the Starks is gonna die. Whether it's cool. well, Jon Snow, well, he's half Stark because Lyanna Stark's his mother. He's half Stark, half Targaryen. I, I, I'm gonna be vague and just say one of the Starks will die. Yeah, it'll be either Arya, Jon. I don't think Bran does because I think if he dies, it's I over. think I think Bran could die. What? But he says he wants like a for like a forever darkness. So I th- yeah. I'm starting to think like oh, so if Bran dies in the Game of like Thrones universe, like yeah. everything's over with. Like he's like the end game. Well, like, he's I don't like know. the with his role and power within. Yeah, he's that like world. the all knowing, and if the Night King takes out the all knowing, then then it's, nobody knows nothing. Right, he, they, you wouldn't know how to defeat him, I guess. Yeah, and he would just rule forever, a long night. Yeah, it's gonna but be- I don't know if maybe if he does, maybe he tells somebody how to defeat the Night King, and then the Night King kills him. Oh, okay, so you think he like in his last maybe finally because like, that's what he's trying to learn. That's what he's trying to learn right now is. I think by telling Tyrion the things that he told, maybe he told him something that we didn't they, get them to combined, see. Yeah. Like, there are different ways. Of maybe their scene where he's telling him, like you say, where he's telling him his story. Maybe there's something in that there. they that they didn't show where they figure something out. I think I think you're on. That'd be something. cool. That'd be cool. Um, any more predictions for the next episode, and anything else you want to say about this episode before we go into your theory? My theory kind of deals a little bit with next episode. Okay. So, okay. Um, a little bit. Well. Yeah, a little bit. Because in before the season ever premiered, they had a trailer that they showed. Mm-hmm. That sh- it was nothing but the Starks and the Crips. Oh Winterfell. yeah, I remember that. Like it was kind of like a teaser. Yeah, it was a little yeah, bit of a yeah, teaser. Yeah. It had John, Arya, and Sansa and the Crips, and it's got like that. The floor has got that kind of smoky fog rolling in. Like and they got the, the torches, night. right? They got the torches. Yeah. And they walk to the end of the crypt, and it's their three statues. I thought that was cool. Which I was like, oh, shit, what does that mean? Does it mean they all three die? Like, what's, is this, are they just kind of teasing something? Would you be surprised, though, if all three of them didn't die? Or did die? If they all three died, yeah, that would shock me. If they all three die, then I think the Night King wins. Really? I think that all who's three left can, to def- who's I left? think all three can die, and somebody else that we like can still win. Maybe, but I mean, I think it's almost left? like the Stark's destiny to just not survive. Well, see, they say that there's there's like magic in Winterfell. There's, that's why there's always got to be a Stark in Winterfell. Mm. Um, yeah, this this is like stuff that they don't really mention in the show. It's more stuff in the book. Hmm. But yeah, there's like uh, so maybe one. Survives? That's how, and see, in the book, you know how Bran can uh, warg. Mm-hmm. In the books, they all warg into their dire wolves. Like there's chapters in the book where it's just they're running around. You don't see dire much wolves. of the dire wolves anymore. Well, there's only one left. There's uh, ghost. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> we well, Nymeria, Nymeria, Nymeria is out there. Uh, um, Arya's dire wolf. She uh, runs into him. Um, last season when she was in uh, in Westeros when she oh. was traveling around, she runs into a dire wolf and she. Re- 
she realizes it's Nymeria, and Nymeria kind of realizes it's her, and they both go their separate ways Damn. instead of the direwolf. Well, we did her. see a direwolf in this when they're yeah. Like, we saw oh. a ghost. That's the first time you got to yeah. see ghosts since Jon Snow was resurrected, I believe, when the Lord of Light brought him back mm-hmm. and Melisandre brought him back. Um, it's the first time you've seen ghosts since then. I thought it was, was kind of standing cool. on the wall with him. I, I thought it was like kind of cool seeing them all stand on the wall again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they have that kind of like yeah. that that talk and stuff, yeah. but yeah, the crypts there. That's where all the Starks are buried, um, and supposedly there's a there's a a layer down below that they can't access anymore. The like uh, the the bottom layer of the crypt that's got like some of the original Starks, like some of the very first the people. Original Starks. Yeah, like first generation Starks. Like I forget what generation this is that they're on now, but they talked about you know. It's been a thousand years since the Night King, since the last like night, the long winter or whatever that they've mm-hmm. talked about. So there's been a lot of Starks since then. Oh, um, okay. And uh, all Starks are buried in the crypts of Winterfell. And supposedly there was, um, uh, a theory. There's a in the books. There's a theory oh, that the book. yeah. Oh. There's a thing that they talk about with uh. A, a night queen where she's like it's like uh, basically the night king's queen what um, so yeah. is that why he wants to go to Winterfell or some people is... think that there's a possibility that she was buried in, that she was a Stark and she was buried at the base level of uh, Winterfell the base level of the well, crypts no. that they can't get to it, so that we both think that they're gonna lose in Winterfell right yeah but we don't mention that he will raise all the dead Starks, right? See, that was what I was going to get to. We could possibly see like a headless Ned Stark that they have to battle against and like oh, uh, I never Rob, a headless Rob. Um, I think Catelyn Stark's there. They'd have to kill her. Lyanna Stark, the mother. Where did the Battle of the Bastards take place too? Um, right outside of Winterfell. What did they do with those bodies? Um, I mean, it's a show. I wouldn't. <laughs> they probably burned them because they know yeah. John knows about the Night King raising, raising so they right. probably burned all the bodies. Okay. True. Good um, point. But uh, but yeah, there's a Night Queen though, like yeah. good, bad, or like you know, is I'm it sure like the Bride of Frankenstein? Yeah, I'm no. sure it'd be like she's evil. Damn. Um, and see, they think that um, it was a. Uh, a Lord Commander of the Night's Watch that was like infatuated with her in the mm. first night. That there's like uh, tales of um, a Lord Commander falling in love with a woman north of the Wall that had, and they describe her looking like a White Walker. She has she's pale, ghosty white skin with the blue eyes, the long silver hair. Wait, and, is that the name of the? Are they talking about the song that that I've been hearing where people say the song that they sing mm-hmm. has like meaning? I think. Um, there's certain songs that are like house songs, that but like, like the one that the dude's singing at the end is talking about this chick that's like hanging out with ghosts and stuff. It might have been. I have. I'd have to and go back and rewatch left it. that place. Yeah, yeah, I'd have yeah. to go back and rewatch it. But I think it's the episode is going to have something to do with the crypts whether it's like they're raising the night king comes in there and raises some of the dead starks but aren't or there's something there's somebody maybe he's looking for in there isn't everybody else hiding in the crypts though are they yeah, the same be, crypts yeah it's the same crypts or that they're hiding all the women oh, and children well, dang in. dude if they lose winterfell then yeah. everybody in the crypt dies yeah so i but yeah there's a uh, mystical stuff that they talk about the crypts there's like magic down there and you know, magic has been dormant in the world for a while until the dragons came around. Once the dragons were born, magic started kind of. I didn't really know about much magic and yeah, they, it's it's more stuff that they talk about in the books. They don't, they don't show really have it. wizards or anything. No, like the that. the only really that they show they show like a warlock in season two. It tries to steal Daenerys's dragons. It's like at the end of the season. Mm. It's when the first one learns how to spit fire and it burns the warlock. They're like baby, baby dragons and they try to steal them. And he like makes a bunch of illusions of himself, but then the dragon knows the right one and sets him on fire. Hmm. And then you see like the children of the forest. They kind of have magic. They're like fireball things. That's right. But that's about the extent. I wonder what the the meaning of that is. Like, why would dragons cancel out magic? I don't know. 
or they why they brought magic back to the world. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's interesting. But, but yeah, there's a. I don't know because we other than Bran saying you know that the Night King wants to kill him, we really don't know uh, what his intentions are. That's I guess maybe his only intention. Because like then, Bran said, if if he's like if he kills me, then he wants the long winter, and the only way he can accomplish that is by killing me. But we really don't know if that's does that conflict with like the Bran's Night King theory? Uh, like if if the Night King kills Bran, is that how Bran becomes the Night King? No, the way Bran becomes the Night King, he would already be the Night King. Like Bran would be killing Bran basically in that scene. If that was like, if Bran's yeah, the, the Night, Night King's King, dead though, right? Well, not right now. But he's like technically right. Well, I don't know what he is. He's like the Night King. He's like, oh, okay. He's not. Well, they could be dead, undead. but he's not alive. Yeah, the undead. He brings people back that are like the undead, basically. Like there's. So if we're playing minions. like Warcraft, isn't there like kind of like a. Like a, a necromancer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see, you know, mm. there's a lot of theories out there about, you know, how this battle is going to go down. Now, are you just going to be okay with whatever, really? Because you probably know a lot more theories and stuff, so you yeah. you have different ideas of what could happen. Yeah. But are, do you really... I'm sure none of those are probably going to be right. Maybe it's a mixture. Maybe it's a mixture of some, I think it but... could be. I think it's going to be – I think they lose, but I just don't know to what extent. How many people die? How and many theories, characters. man, theories are so dope because it's like even if they don't happen, yeah. you you can honestly think, see like it happening. Oh, yeah. You can go, yeah. I, and it's I, fun. To, it gives you something to talk about when, yeah. you're not, when the show's not on. Yeah. Know, something yeah. to theory craft. And, and there's so much depth and lore to this show yeah. in these books. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of people like you who have the patience, unlike me, no. to, to like really get into those books. And because and, they're almost like history books sometimes. Oh, yeah, like, they're, when they're talking about family depth. trees. They're talking about different times. And they're always, you know, probably referencing yeah. uh, uh, other moments and stuff like that, man. So it's like a, it's on a different level. It's like, yeah. I would love to read Lord of the Rings. I've never done it. Yeah, me either. But, um, you know, but the movies were so good. Yeah. So I I just I, I don't the only thing that would that can make me mad about the next episode would mm. be if like I said earlier if the if they kill the Night King straight by the out end of the, of the episode yeah yeah that would even that if would, he died at the mad. end of the even if they battle for like an hour and a half and then they kill him I would still I would still be a little upset yeah half the season left so that would yeah. mean that probably Cersei's army and that thing becomes like the main focus yeah if they kill the night if they defeat the Night King early. Then, then yeah, we're in this get next this episode, then the next three would basically be about them fighting Cersei. But they would probably take such a blow that like that would make that. There's a theory out there too that Cersei's army, the army she just bought, the Golden Company, um, come and fight for uh, uh, Jon yeah. Snow. What? Yeah, because in the books, once again, this is another book thing. <laughs> uh, their whole the Golden Company's whole thing is that they never break, um, they never break a contract. Like they're, they're loyal. Yeah, their their word is they're they're as loyal as you know as it gets. Yeah, as, as, if they're their paid, word they're is loyal. their bond. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but they in the books they break one contract for a. There's like I'm vaguely remembering this, but there's like a. But they have broke a contract. Yeah, it was for because a lot of the Golden Company, their lords and. Uh, they were like Targaryens and people that owned land and mm. and and were like different houses under the Targaryens okay. when they ruled. When Robert Baratheon defeated the Targaryens and kicked them, basically kicked them all out of Westeros, they all went to overseas and created like they became like a mercenary group because the, a lot of the knights and people like that that were fighters. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing they knew how to do, so they became a mercenary group called the Golden Company. Well, there's a child that's born, or not born, but there's a child that that basically starts calling him, he's saying that he's lineage to the Targaryens, and his name is Aegon Targaryen. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> kind of what they call Jon Snow in the show. But uh, in the book, uh, I think he ends up dying, but they break their contract to come and uh, fight for him. Wow. So, maybe so that some people happen. think that... Uh, that once they you know hear that 
But they're uh, going up yeah, against... Yeah, they're fighting against Daenerys Targaryen and Aegon Targaryen, a.k.a. Jon Snow. And maybe, you know, maybe they talk to him and they're like, well, we'll give you... They have... Just think of how many empty castles and land there is now in Westeros. Oh, man. You got so many. Everything north of Winterfell is going to be free. You got the Eyrie, which is where um, Arya, she killed that old-ass dude. Oh. And then last season where she fed him her sons. Yeah. Fed, fed him his sons. Yeah. That was uh, such a freaking cutthroat. That was a badass scene. That was a badass scene. But uh, that castle's open for a ta- for the taking. So they're going to exchange land? Maybe it's a th- it's a, just a theory. Like they could promise them, you know, once we win this, if you come fight for me when we defeat Cersei, I'll give you all these lands. Because you got High Garden, which was the Tyrells, their mm-hmm. castle. It's free. It's open. You got uh fuck. There's a there's another one I'm forgetting. The um. I mean, it happens the during fish war. guy that it yeah was, uh, that during the Red Wedding and stuff, yeah, right? yeah yeah I forget his name. God, that's the janitor from Harry Potter. Correct. But For those uh, who, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's that theory out there. There's a ton of it theories, be, man. Yeah, it could be. So you don't, you don't know what could happen. They could defeat the Night King and then have to fight the Golden Company. Maybe they don't flip sides, and maybe Cersei does win. But yeah. I feel, I just feel like. Do you feel like you it's going to be in one of those endings? I don't though? think it'll be. I don't think. If a Lannister is sitting on the throne at the end, I think it'll be Tyrion, but he'll be sitting in place of Danny. Like Danny mm-hmm. dies in one of the battles, and he sits in her place until there's like maybe she has a son, or maybe they have a baby. Her and John have a baby mm-hmm. before she dies, and but I don't because this enti- the entire show pretty much. A Lannister sat on the throne. And season one, a Baratheon's there for like half the season. Mm-hmm. And then Robert dies. And ever, ever since then, you've had Cersei's kids on the throne or Cersei on the throne. So Lannister's been on the entire time. So I just see it as at the end, it'll be somebody besides a Lannister. I'm well, not sure if it'll be a Stark or a Targaryen or maybe Gendry, who's a Baratheon. He's still got a claim. Or maybe it's nobody in the Night King wins. What uh, I wouldn't you, be upset if the Night King won. It would be a very dark ending. It would be a freaking dark. Ending. But I would like. I'd rather him win, kill everybody, than Cersei yeah. sit on the throne. Well, what do you think about like what's the what's the theme that Game of Thrones overall from beginning to end? You think what's the story that it really tells? Like so, that's like a way that you could predict. Like what is the overall message of Game of Thrones? Well, most you? people's. Or fighting over the Iron Throne, right. and it's got the the Game of Thrones. That's the title of the show. You know, it's all about everybody's battling in this game, see who can sit on the throne. And I mean, you even see that in this episode, this past episode, where uh, Sansa and Danny kind of get like you think they're bonding again. Like they have a little scene together where they're talking about you know how she loves John and John loves her and. And mm-hmm. the stupid thing people do for love. And then Sansa, you know, basically tells her, um, you know, after the war, we're not bending the knee. The North will never bend the knee again to, to no king in the at, at King's Landing. I was, and she takes, uh, like, she's super offended by it. Gonna, I was like, going to mention that, dude. Yeah, That's we forgot a, to talk I'm glad, about that a little bit I'm earlier. glad you brought that up. Yeah, but she was like, like, you can see him holding hands and then Danny pulls her hand away. Like, she was super offended when Sansa told her that, you know, we wouldn't bend the knee with you, or I wouldn't, basically is what she said. Mm. And uh, so it's just, you know, crazy. She's not going to be one. It's to crazy to see throne, that people so are still so worried about the throne when, when it doesn't, like John always says, it doesn't matter about lords and lands and titles and castles. I think that's the message. If we don't win this war then none of that shit matters. And that's that was Jamie's whole thing. That's why he left King's Land. He's like, I made a promise that I was going to fight for the living, and I'm here to fight for the living. I'm going to keep to my word. But you still got Sansa. She's like still worrying about thrones and, and the north, and and Danny's still kind of worrying about the like the Iron Throne. Like She kind of got offended a little bit when Jon tells her that you know he's a Targaryen. She got a little offended because it seemed like, you know, well, damn. That means cause she even says it. You have that means you have a claim. You're to the, the first. Like, yeah, you have the you have the, you have the highest claim to the throne. Yeah. 
So you still have people. That's the whole underlining theme of the show is like everybody is vying for everybody claims that it's theirs it's power certain the lannisters claim that it's theirs the baratheons well there's only one baratheon left gendry and he doesn't really claim it but he has a claim and then you got john snow aka aegon targaryen danny I think Daenerys it's Targaryen. All these people have like claims. This, like this. Sansa saying she's never going to bend the knee again. The North is hers, basically, yeah. or theirs. The, the Starks. Well, like look at it like this, man. Like they all know there's this overall problem. Mm-hmm. Like, and and you can relate that to like our world. Like mm-hmm. there are all these other problems, but you have people that are always looking for the throne. They're mm-hmm. looking for that seat of power, whether it's in a company, whether it's in a in a political stance yeah. and and there's like all this other stuff going on I think Game of Thrones tells like a very very realistic human story and people like oh, yeah. really can relate in the unfortunate uh, sense of saying that like bad things happen to good people mm-hmm. people suffer the oh, yeah. world's unfair honest and good people yeah. you know get screwed over a lot all, all the time like and 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 here you we've watched like 10 almost 10 right. years of you've seen how greed and power how it stays at the top like and, Cersei, and death all is about knocking money. at your door and right. you're still worried about who's gonna be on the throne like yeah. come on that's gonna be your downfall yeah. that's why Jon Snow like to me has always felt like this dude hit that has power but never asked for it and and really doesn't want to abuse it or use mm-hmm. it but it kind of seems like if you wanted like a feel good ending, kind of like Lord of the Rings, he's kind of like uh, uh, Strider. Uh, that was, Aragorn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Strider. That was his name. That was when his he, first name. That was Fellowship. his very, very first name. I'm in the, Strider. I'm Strider. Strider. When he was in the inn. Yeah. yeah. What was his name? Aragorn. 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 It's been a long time since I've seen that. I need but, to rewatch. Right, Lord but it's kind of like him, where you know he finds out towards the end that he's the actual rightful king and. That's going to be the thing, man. I'm going to be craving some fantasy Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings type stuff once the show's over because I really well, enjoy Supposedly, you know, they've talked about doing prequels, but <laughs> sometimes those are hit or miss. Exactly. You're never going to be able to capture I think we'll just need, again. right, you just need another, somebody else to have another imagination and come out with. Yeah. Come out with crazy. something new. Yeah, something well, so overall, I think I, I, I don't hate the second so you, episode. Yeah, what do you rate it? I you, mean, if I had to rate this one, I, I think it was like a, um, a six. A six. Well, that's pretty low. See, I was just going to give this one like a 8.7, 9. Well, I see, liked it a lot. I but I, I mean, it's different. It's cool. Well, it's different no, like I look at it like a, a, it's still passing. Yeah, like it's a, yeah. above, slightly yeah, above average. Yeah. It, but it didn't really give me... I'm just ready now. Yeah, you're maybe just ready. I, that's maybe yeah. me just being impatient. That's when fine. I look yeah. back at this whole season, maybe it'll, it will be like like I wish it was episode one and two were like the same thing. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like the same two hour premiere of Game yeah. of Thrones, that it would have just been like here we're gonna set all this shit up, and, and then bam episode and two. And now we're gonna hit up. But I think that's that can kind of tell you where this show might go because. I think we're all in agreeing that Winterfall's uh, Winterfell is gonna fall though, and so, there, so that's like episode three leaking into four. Mm-hmm. Four is gonna be like the retreat, the mourn yeah. the dead. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna have five, or you're gonna have this uh, other last battle, and then mm-hmm. six is gonna be like the ending of that battle and the epilogue. Right, who sits on the throne? And I think that's I think that's my prediction for how this because of the how they're doing these first two. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also don't want to like just give us nothing but action, you know, because then it'd be like, yo, okay, that was pretty easy, giving us heartfelt, cool moments like yeah. we've gotten like in uh, the first two episodes. It's great, dude. So yeah, I, I thought, like I said, I liked it better than the still last liked one. it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it better than the last one. You liked it a little bit less than the last yeah. one, which is you know, which I don't is know all. why. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll rewatch it again. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong. With that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, there's and there's nothing wrong with liking it more than the yeah. first one. Yeah. See, look at that. So, um, well, anything else about uh, this episode? I think uh, we covered everything. Yeah, I think we covered this episode yeah. pretty well. Talked about kind Got of what theory we think. in there. Yeah, man. yeah. Talked about some, you know, a few other theories yeah, and yeah. and you know, talked about what we how we kind of think it might go down next week. True, true. And, and you it'll guys, be interesting to see next week. Oh, my God, dude. I'm more, what we're going to talk about. Do you guys, everybody listening, if you listened to this before the uh, third episode, 
This weekend weekend is gonna be crazy. We're gonna get Sunday night. That's gonna be happening. And then Friday night we're gonna go see Friday Avengers. Friday night we get to see Avengers. So I mean, it's like wow, dude. Like what a both of these long stories weekend. are about to like start wrapping up. And right, we get three a three hour Avengers, and then you're gonna get a hour and a half <laughs> Game of Thrones fight scene. Weekends and times like that, like when things line up like that, are yeah. are so fucking rare. So I'm I'm, I'm definitely excited. I I've been enjoying this season. I'm just ready for the action. I'm ready Me to. Too. Um, but you guys, let us know if we left anything out. Uh, what was your favorite moments? Uh, did you like the episode? Did you not like the episode? Um, what do you guys think's gonna happen in episode three and beyond? Um, just let us know because uh, we want to hear back from you guys, and we try to cover everything that we can. And uh, Shane definitely does a way better job than I do when it comes to. Everything. I still forget. I mean, there's so many names. Oh, there's and so, so much, much shit bro. that it's no, hard to remember, bro. You you do but a fantastic. I job. try my best, bro. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah. This is fun it's doing fun. this mini series. Yeah, yeah, I um, really enjoyed it. Maybe uh, in the future we can, uh, after Wonder Thrones, we'll get into something else yeah, and just kind of. And, and do something like that. Yeah. So um, I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys know to uh, just uh, hit us up on social media if you want to talk about some Game of Thrones. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you guys would like to support the podcast, just go ahead and rate and review. Let us know what you like about Wonder Thrones uh, and other episodes from Wonder Soul. And um, that's going to be it for this uh, part two of wonder thrones uh stay tuned till next week uh for boom, boom, boom. for a preview of episode three at the end of this episode and we will be here next uh next week same time same, same place. place all right Peace. guys Peace. the most heroic thing we can do now is look the truth in the face The dead are already here. Stand